Red Motivators! Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 246 of The Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strahlers. And with me, unfortunately, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Unfortunately, hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Hey, you got the peaches, I got the cream. Sweet to taste saccharine. I'm starting cracker hair metal. <laughs> Excuse you? How is that possible? How is that a possible analogy? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like what crackers listen to. Well, I can attest to that. I played a gig this weekend, and there were plenty of crackers there soaking it up. And I bet you played Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. God, we did. We did. <laughs> he, I, I, think, I, think it's, I think he has to. I think It's in law. the bylaws. It, it's yeah. in your contract yeah. with the bar. If you yeah. don't play Pour Some Sugar on Me, <laughs> God damn it. I mean, especially in, in the we southern need, Illinois, northern yeah. Missouri area, lower lower we need Indiana. Three area. journey songs, guys. Three I mean, minimum. You're in that you're in that in that tri state area, right right in the heartland. You don't play pour some sugar on me, you get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Dude, here's the deal, man. Pour some sugar on me and freaking sweet child of mine. Yeah. Sweet yes. child of mine is a great song, mm-hmm. but I'm sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing it in bands forever. And when it's like, oh God, I'm just ready to go. We play it in our last set. And I'm like, man, I'm ready for this to be done. I'm ready to just let's finish this up and leave. There's not a ton of people here still. And then you start pour some sugar on me and it's like the roaches come out. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, and it's like all these, ah! There's this phenomenon <laughs> where white chicks, yeah. when yeah. they dance together, they sing the words of the song to each other. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that yeah. is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And they, it's so funny to watch them because they don't know the words. Yes. Oh yeah, to anything. And they like and they like dance like super provocatively together. Always, Every, anywhere I've ever seen that song, they, you always see two girls rubbing on each other in that song. Always. Here's another thing too. I just want to point out. Okay, we, we, at least at the places I go, what who, whoever told the women who come to my shows that squatting down real low to the ground while you're dancing. And then having to like struggle to get back, not sexy, zero <laughs> percent sexy. It's like just, it's just not at Help all sexy. Why would you Help do that? Up. It's not sexy. It yeah. literally looks like you're trying to poop. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's I'm, not hot. Just stop it. I'm gonna piss in the middle of this well, dance it, floor. So are they doing like dropping it like it's hot? You know, like stripper pole, like dropping the ass to the ground and then sort they can't of, get back but up? it's. Way awkward and plainly something they've not physically conditioned themselves to do well. And I'm going to say this. They plainly have never looked at themselves in the mirror when they've done it. (laughs) Because that changes everything. Yeah, you know that move that they, in the '80s it was a real big thing, and like you'll see it every now and then. These bands will come out. Start doing this where they take their guitar and they throw it behind their back and it comes yeah. over their shoulder, right? That was a big thing. Well, I remember when I learned to do that. It was a baller move, man. It really yeah. was. It was super cool to do. And I remember, I remember my first wife telling me, I don't remember if we were married yet or not when she told me this, 
but I'll give her this. I'm glad she said it. She goes, I know you think that looks really cool when you do that, but you need to look in the mirror when you do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because I'm like, the arc of the guitar is perfect. Like, I have this, it's not like I'm cheesing it, man. I have it to where it really does the thing. I look in the mirror, and what's happening is I make this face where I like <laughs> squeeze one eye closed because I'm f- afraid the guitar is going to fall on my head when yeah. it's up yeah. in the middle. And she's like, you have to quit making that face or this is the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fair. And she was right. And so that's what I've learned is when you have a move you're going to do, maybe just check yourself in the mirror yeah. when you do it sometime, just before you take it out in public. I, I have a question, Eric. You were talking about how in, you've been in several bands and you've always played those two songs or whatever. Yep. Do you feel like Guns N' Roses is one of those bands or one of like, or at least Axl Rose is like, not that he's like the greatest of all time or anything, but like, he's got a very unique voice. And like, do you, do you feel like people try to close, try to get close to that? And it always sucks. Sometimes, sometimes I do where, where like you'll have a vocalist who is a mimic. Yeah. Right. Like when, okay. And throw the horns, Joe, he, does not particularly try to imitate the vocalist. Like, yeah. he's not trying to sound like Axl Rose, necessarily. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you don't have to shout at him, 1200 a month for voice lessons, and you sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, Tommy. You're my oldest. Bring, bring it home. <laughs> bring, bring it home. home. <laughs> Flat. Terrible. <laughs> You don't even look good doing it. Yeah. Such an awesome scene. <laughs> and, and then, then I the have most to take pretentious over. car you can own. I'm yeah. sorry yeah. if you own one, but it's the most pretentious car T- you can own. With a Land Rover? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is the worst dad joke of all time. Let's go. Oh. And I got Fucking Amanda go. on it. And now listen, it may be somewhat <laughs> insensitive. Uh-oh. uh Okay. But listen, we went and picked up a newspaper, and our newspaper guy, real good dude, he's he had told us, "Hey, I'm not going to be there on Wednesday, so because I got to get an eye appointment." So Amanda's asking him, <laughs> you know, "Hey, how'd your eye appointment go?" And he's like, "Well, I want to get my glasses, but they got to get these cataracts off my eye." And so Amanda's talking to him about how, yeah, it's super easy procedure now, so on and so on, nothing to worry about. We drive off, and I tell Amanda. I said, did you know like 50% of the population in China have cataracts? And she's like, 50%? That seems pretty high. And I said, yeah, but only like 5% of them had Ran Rovers. Oh, oh God. In her face. She wanted to tell me to get out of the car, but I was driving. <laughs> That's why you always tell those jokes when you're driving. It's going to kick you out. What are you going to do? She's like, I cannot believe I let myself just walk into that. (laughs) Well, here we are. Well, back to Guns N' Roses. Why don't any of these bar patrons, like, request Chinese democracy? (laughs) Well, like most of America, none of them have listened to it. I still have not. You know, it's not a bad record, man. I keep meaning to have my friend Chris Fresh. I was going to say our friend, but he only likes me. Our friend Chris Fresh on uh, to uh, on that's metal 
to talk about Chinese democracy, and I need to make that happen because it is an interesting record, man. That's Bucketheads on that one, right? Yeah. E- Oh, did he go KFC? He always goes KFC, right? Never yes. Bothers. So, so here's the thing. I it's hard to say exactly who played what on that album because th- th- it was like a revolving door. Yeah, you know what also, I mean. Also, didn't it take like eight years to make? Oh, dude, it took Longer more years than that. Than that. Yeah, I but some uh, crazy number. Like Rich Fortas from St. Louis played in that band. Hmm. Um, I think he still plays in that band because Izzy. Stradlin, <laughs> that was his real name, I'm sure. Never, he didn't come back. Is he even mm. alive? Who knows? But anyway, regardless, Who we knows? have to play Sweet Child of Mine all the time. We do three Guns N' Roses songs in a row. And since Tom already knew all the solos, like I used to play the solos in uh, Sweet Child of Mine and yeah. Paradise City. But since like Tom already, you know, I, I, he didn't have to dust him back off. So I just, dude, it's rhythm guitar all the way. And I was like, please let this song be over. <laughs> just please, baby, please. <laughs> we played a gig that was practically outside this weekend and it was rough. Cause it was like, I could see my breath when I was singing oh. and I was ready to be done. And at the end, I just put on my rise of Skywalker hoodie. And I said, listen, I know this isn't very rock and roll, but I'm wearing this. <laughs> but anyhow, you know, man, I'm thinking what we should probably do right now is this thing right here. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go first. I didn't get any Star Wars merch or really anything particularly cool. But what I did get was frostbite and diabetes from playing in that cold and eating all this freaking Halloween candy that is wound up in my house. the Halloween candy. Dude, It's the problem is, I don't know if you know this about Halloween candy, is it's good. Oh, yeah. It's real good. Arguably the best. Was Halloween yesterday for y'all? Yeah. It was Saturday for us. Nope, no. we, We had our devil day on the Lord's Day. It was pretty metal. No, Halloween for everyone was October thirty first. Unless it, well, it's normally the day unless it falls on a Sunday. No, no, no. We can't worship you, that satanic holiday. You're Sunday. misunderstanding me. <laughs> Halloween was indeed on October thirty first. You yeah. celebrated it on October thirtieth. Yes. However, it most assuredly, sir, was on October thirty first. <laughs> everyone else. I'm here sorry for our military Jesus listeners. Queen. I'm sorry. And for our listeners in other countries, I'm being insensitive. It was on 31 October. (laughs) So I don't want to be exclusionary. Yeah, and people went trick-or-treating at 1,900 hours. Yes. So, so yeah, man, a lot of towns, like for us, it's trick-or-treating was on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. And Because there's like a ton of Halloween parades and all that crap. And so Sunday night really ended up being the action. Mm-hmm. But they'll typically do it in most of the towns around here two nights in a row, just so that you know can balance it all out. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't get anything, and I in a little while we'll talk about some super cool figures that are going to come out that I won't be able to get either. Uh-huh. So it's me even more exciting to talk about. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. And um, <laughs> Woodrow, yeah regale us with tales 
of what you may have gotten or just tales of woe. Whatever we do in this this I, segment I, right now I has completely no, changed over the course of the show. I have it's, no woe per se, but I did get something that wasn't Star Wars. I got smooth coat mud on my sheetrock. <laughs> Getting it piece by they, piece. I drove by tonight. They were doing the third coat tonight. Fuck like yeah. super loud. I'm like, get that shit done. I got to get in there before Christmas. <laughs> did you go over there and they're like... So you you're getting this your- mud on there, and they're like, just finishing up the second coat now. And you're like, now, Biff, don't con me. <laughs> they're like, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Woods. I'm just, I'm just starting the second coat right now. No, but something funny with the guys that hung the sheetrock happened. They, th- these guys were amazing. They banged it out in like four days and there was crazy like angles and stuff oh i know this sounds totally no just eric's face i know eric's <laughs> making a face like he's talking about banging no no <laughs> what i was thinking about is how cruiser mentioned last week you know man every time you come in and have some good news about your house there's always a minus <laughs> yeah they found a gold brick underneath the floor however <laughs> it turns out <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. it was stolen and I was arrested as soon as I tried to sell it. <laughs> and and, they, <laughs> it and my wife like got that. sick mysteriously. I went like in that. there and there's a winning lottery ticket laying on the subfloor from last year. <sighs> but somebody got liquid nails on it. It was glued and I t- tore it trying to pick it up. And now that got yeah. it's it's ruined. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh no! But when they were when they were originally sheetrocking it, I went over there and like they had a question. He would cut it. We'd framed in a dog door for the dogs, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, "What's that?" And I go, "Oh, it's the dog door." But don't worry about it. Just sheetrock over it. We'll we'll cut it open later and, and install it. He goes, "Okay," and he goes, "You've got a dog?" And I go, "Yeah, I've got two boxers." And he points up at his coworker up on the high scaffold. And he goes, "That's my dog." <laughs> what? <laughs> Stand at him, he goes, Hey, Vato, <laughs> like threw what some shit fuck? down at him. <laughs> this is the last episode of the Bad Motivator. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. I'm like, You just called your buddy your dog. That's fucked up. <sighs> uh, they were funny. They were like, They asked me if they could play music. I'm like, Just play the music, man. I don't care. Yeah. And the one guy was like, Oh, I'm just going to sing it. And he started to sing, you know, that kind of polka music they some some of the Latino crews will listen to on these job sites. Polka? Yeah, it's kind of like that, you know, and it's got the mariachi, like, horns and stuff. And then Isn't they, that they mariachi got the, music? Well, they got, like, the accordion, you know, like in polka music. Eric, Eric can, can you? What do they can call it? I, can, can I, I, know, I know what you mean. You're, you're talking about just the feel of it, the, the like the yeah. the two two yeah. feel of yeah. It's it's just got kind of yeah. the same beat, and then the accordion doesn't help. But I know it's not the same. Yeah. But anyway, this guy was voice was amazing. Nice. He could belt it out, and like the echo of the house, it actually sounded red. Yeah, well, there's He's a lot like, of people that are, there's a lot there's a lot of people who like record themselves doing videos where they were singing in like big empty spaces. Oh, that Eric said something funny, and I missed it. I don't usual. know. No, I don't know what I Eric didn't say anything yet. I didn't say anything. Uh, nope, <laughs> just laughing nothing. to himself at a joke he made in his head. <laughs> I just started typing Mexican music. And the first hit was Mexican music sounds like polka. <laughs> oh, nuh-uh. 
Oh, man. So I'm just not unique in that observation is what you're saying. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to butcher this It's just Eric is, like, Eric, Eric is on the widest side of Google is where he's at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the parlor version of Google. <laughs> he can't help it. It's regional. How dare you? Oh, it is. I saw it, it's, my it's, own uh, eyes. It's, uh, it's, um, uh, uh, Norteño is what it, it's called. And, uh, oh, Norteño. Okay, good. It's good to know. We have a station here. I'll like put it on to mess with my kids because they don't like it, but I actually kind of like it. So Dude, I'll just like drive them to school listening to Norteño. Listen, I just want to tell you, Dallas, that you are not wrong. That everybody, there are a billion hits for why is Mexican music like polka? Why does Mexican sound like German polka? How Mexico learned a polka? Oh, that's a, from NPR. Oh, oh, that's legit. Like, well, yeah, you can trust Man, what they we say. Can, we're getting ready to win back our left leaning listeners now by oh, okay, good. NPR. NPR. Thank God they think it sounds like polka too. <laughs> well, it, it's just funny because you. You, uh, I'm not gonna say anything. It's just, it's just this shows off the fuck. You know, what NPR actually stands for National, National Public, Public Radio? Radio. No, not pertaining to Republicans. Oh, oh, true, <laughs> true that. I like NPR, man. Remember that yeah. sketch on Saturday Night Live that they used to do, Delicious Dish, and it was like an NPR type show, and they had oh, yeah. NPR, and they had a. Um, Baldwin on Alec oh, Baldwin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was Sh- Pete Sweaty from Sweaty Wieners. Yeah. <laughs> Try my Sweaty Balls, my new product. <laughs> They're salty. Mmm. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, enough about that. Cruiser. Uh, okay. <clears throat> that was just for you, Eric. Um, the <laughs> the uh, I, I didn't get any Star Wars, but I did get something that's even rarer than a Hasbro figure. And that is... A quiet day with my wife, which never happens ever, and and I uh, it was it was I mean I don't know what I don't want what what kind of thing explain it is just like take a take a take a random three hour nap with your wife when you have three kids and there's no kids there to like yell at you and wake you up is like heaven on earth and I never thought that would be a, a true thing but it was. <laughs> And uh, and it was great. It was fantastic. It was the it was it was better than any Star Wars figure I've ever gotten, um, but by far. Um, but I also, and I sent I said this to Eric earlier because I I know he can respect the respect respect the grind of video games. But uh, in in Call of Duty Zombies, there's this um, this big huge challenge to get this like you get this you get this camo, but it's this whole process of completing these guns and stuff. Um, we get we where you get dark dark aether. That's what it's called, and I and I got that today. It's, it's mm. crazy for how long it takes. Like you have to get like there's like you have you have to get like f- like with five assault rifles, five SMGs, two shotguns, uh, three sniper rifles, some launchers, and most of like bas- like like thirty different guns. Basically, you have to get like twenty five hundred kills. 2500 kills that's when it when that whatever your guns been upgraded and like 2500 critical kills which are headshots <laughs> and a bunch of other random stuff i've been grinding on this for like two months and i completed it today also 
And my son was here standing next to me. And he, I was like, ah, like celebrating. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, good job, dad. He's like, pat me on the back. I go, <laughs> it was a moment. It was great. It was a good time. It, it's just one of those things you just like work on for no real reason other than you just can't help but complete challenges in a game. Oh, yeah, and, dude. Yeah. Like, and, pe- and then you get it. And it's like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. You know, That's I'm sure awesome. people assume that, like, for me, that that I've a hundred percented Red Dead uh, on the Xbox achievements, and that yeah. is definitely not the case. Because <laughs> there's one that's like get a gold score on seventy missions, and it's yeah. there's a reason that it says point zero two percent of gamers have unlocked this. <laughs> but let me tell you a little story for anybody who's into Red Dead. Uh, it, there's right now it's the Halloween update. Okay. And they have these, this mode that they added. It's a survival mode called call to arms where the scenario is this town is being overrun and it's up to you. And if you have a posse of up to three more people, so I, th- I think four people can be in it. I think. Maybe. But if not, if it's just you, it'll matchmake. And if it doesn't find anybody, it's just you. And then there's 10 allies that are NPCs. And then it's 10 waves of increasing difficulty of enemies come pouring in. Well, right now, they're the armies of the dead. And they're all like zombie-ish. And then anyway, I'll just cut to the chase. It's very fun. And very yeah. difficult. And I'm playing, and it's me and this one other rando, right? Mm. They make it through the first round. And if you get killed in a wave, you respawn in the break Nick between round. waves. Yeah. Uh, and I have never, and my buddies, Tracy and Dave, have, we have never completed the 10th wave, ever. Wow. Ever. So anyhow. Which Dave? Is that Strut? Strut, yeah. yeah. I'm playing... Okay. And this person gets killed, like at the beginning of the second round. Mm-hmm. And I carry us to the end, and then they respawn. And that happens over and over till <laughs> we're in like the seventh wave. Oh, wow. And they finally, like, I mean, there they are. I'm like, this is going to be great. Boom. They get killed. I got 52 people left to waste, right? <laughs> anyway, by the end, I'm more like health tonics than man. And uh, it's the ninth <laughs> wave. Oh, and no. he's still alive. So he managed to stay alive the previous round by hiding somewhere. Nice. And I'm like, you thanks for nothing. But yeah. anyhow, Strut. I get all that way and suddenly, Or the rando. The rando. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, suddenly out of nowhere. Would never. I'm attacked by a cougar. Oh. And I'm like, what? You know, because I'm <laughs> expecting somebody with guns or throwing hatchets or arrows. No, it's a freaking cougar. And she's like, my kids are in college. <laughs> no but anyway it's a cougar here. and it mauls me and i'm done and that sucked and today i actually hooked up with two dudes who were good and we made it to wave 10 and then all of us all three of us got killed within seconds because i i got mauled by a cougar cougars man yep get you they'll get time. you karen the cougar yeah, yeah. so she got mad because you wouldn't let her in the starbucks without a mask damn it <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> That's what it did. It jumped me, and it's like COVID's a hoax. Um, oh, uh, Eric, I actually do have something Red Dead related because I every once I'll see some really cool ones on on TikTok or whatever. Uh-huh. And I and I saw this glitch people were doing where they are taking arrows and they're shooting into an edge of a bridge. 
Oh, like, it's the third board in on this bridge, and then yeah, going okay. into what happens. It, it, it does this glitchy thing, and it, like, basically what you do is you walk out, and it catapults you into the sky, like in yeah. the clouds. Oh, so you did when you fell down. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you get to see the entire area with a oh, that's perspective. Rad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just yeah. And so like, what it, they like, did, like, it literally launches you into the clouds. <laughs> and you know what happened? All the flat earthers started playing the game. <laughs> so they could go there and prove that the earth was flat. Is but that that guy out in the desert part, you know, near the high mountains, and he's, like, building a rocket to go make sure that it's flat? <laughs> yeah. I saw that guy out there playing the game the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't make it very high, and he landed in the desert and died, and I looted his body. <laughs> yeah, if you actually, shot his head off. if you take one of the potent health tonics, it buffs. You, you'll survive if you jump off that and fall. Nice. It's pretty great. So have, 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 you, have you done that, Eric? No. No. But I've seen enough people doing it. Yeah, it's in it's in uh, um, uh, Hennigan'stead, Dallas, which is down mm, yeah. uh, just west of McFarland's Ranch. Mm-hmm. It's like that big gully. It's one of the bridges that's like the rope and and slat bridge. Oh yeah, that goes. It's the one. There's only one there that's complete. There's another one that's broken in the middle. It's the one that's complete, and it's the third board in. You can shoot it with an arrow or throw a hatchet in it. Okay. And it makes the bridge start just oscillating like this. I'm, Who figures this shit out, man? I, I think dude, they I accidentally know. do it, dude. Yeah. I think that's a like a total like dumb luck accident. Yeah, like there's like they're like like shooting at a, like a, a deer or something. And actually, accidentally hit the third plank of this of this yeah. bridge, and like it starts going, "What the hell?" So, and, then, and, they, and they walk out there, and it launches them into the sky. What the shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna go get my arrow. That's probably what it was. I'm gonna go get my arrow. Yeah, stuck in yeah. that board. Boy. Never seen again. Yeah, man. My thing is, is that I've started. You guys saw this video of uh, I've started using free aim when I'm on foot, just for the challenge. It's hard as can be, yeah. and I'll wade into these situations where it's like, it's I'm not playing. Uh, it's not player versus player. That's too hard. Yeah. It's you know, it's like PVE. And I walk and I'm going in and clearing these NPCs out with the bow on free aim just to see if I can do it. It's hard. Oh Oh, my gosh, it's hard. But anyhow, enough of that. I mean, that's what you're doing when you're shooting birds. You're free aiming, you know? Well, you can use lock on if you've you've got, you know. Well, there's a constant debate about like the free aim or like, you know, like aim assist or whatever and stuff like that. Like, especially in online games, especially first person shooters, because, and you're playing like cross play games because, like, because now a lot of people are using controllers on PCs. Right. (laughs) So, like, so, like, they, they have like all like, like, like a lot of the same advantages PC players had, but now they have a controller as well. But they, so, so they get the function for aim assist and whatnot. And there's a lot of mouse and keyboard players. You'll see if you if you follow any kind of gaming things at all, a lot of mouse and keyboard players are pissed off constantly because of aim assist. And then it's like, but they literally needed to compete against you. Like you, you, you like you have this this whole big this the biggest mouse pad you're seeing in your life. You're doing these little things where you just move around like this and you flip around like immediately right right behind you. Like you're you're literally pointing at the objects you want to shoot and you've been practicing it forever. And here we are with our little fucking thumbsticks just trying right. to fucking, yeah. just try to get in there. And yeah. It's like yeah. Well, and, one uh, one tip I'll give anybody who's interested in trying free aim in just about any video game, but especially in Red Dead, that's where my uh uh, knowledge lies is that it the, the reticle is always dead center of the screen yeah 
Because people's tendency is to hold it down too low. Yeah. It's mine. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's the dead center of the screen. So before you even pull the trigger, or before you you know pull left trigger to aim down the barrel, mm-hmm. make sure what you're wanting to shoot is in the center of the screen, and it's it's it'll get you halfway there. But anyhow, yeah. But anyhow, enough go. of that. <laughs> Why don't we talk about this wave of Black Series figures that I saw the image oh, yeah. for? And there are some cool ones. There's Phoenix Shand. There's uh, who else was there? We should look that up before and don't we worry, uh, we're getting to the Bib big Fortuna. deal. There was Bib Fortuna. Thank God, we need more of that fucker in here. Oh, Jesus yeah. Jesus Christ, I hate that guy so much. I'm going to get it. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> I, 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 uh, and thank you to Yak Face. Yeah, That's always. where I like getting my Star Wars figure news. Yeah, always. I'm trying to see what it, what the picture he had it up. He's, he posted posted a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he he. I'm scrolling through right all now. of it and they. Oh, the also he he posted that that the crosshair is hitting um, some WalMarts at discount already. Okay, this is weird. So they have Panda Boba, Bib Fortuna, another yeah the Rogue One Storm. Who gives a shit? Um, they've got Boba Fett in his pre getting his. Uh, gear back the f- beginning yeah, of yeah. season two with the gaffy stick a lot of this and, so, so, some of this we've seen already yeah but dr evazon e- 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 yeah evazon he's there and then they did like migs mayfield but they didn't do the one i wanted them to do yeah and, we, we, we already talked about yeah that we talked week. about that last week like we won him from season one with the with with the tarantula arms for his guns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that would have been way cooler. And then a not so great sculpt of Princess Leia at this medal ceremony at the end of A New Hope. Well, it's 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 better to Mayfield. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to grab the Ponda Boba and the Doctor Evazon. Isn't it Ponda Baba? Ponda Baba. And just curious. I'm, I'm going to grab Bib Fortuna just because, like, and Frenic. Uh, Fennec. I'm going to grab Fennec. her, too. Fennec. 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 I always do that. Fuck, I'm an idiot. You'll get there. S- eventually. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and there was a, there was a couple of other things that Yakface uh, pointed out that they um, Star Wars at, at, at Disney always does those holiday-themed droids and stuff. And there's there's a there's a there's a there's a set of those with a bunch of droids with scarves on and stuff. And it looks really cute. And one, one has one has antlers and stuff from the droid factory. That kind of stuff is cool, but I never get it. But I think it's cool they have it. I think the sculpt for the Phoenix Shan looks actually pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it does look good. The hair's a little weird. I'm looking at a shot that somebody posted on a Facebook group I'm part of for yeah. Six Inch Black series, and uh, but yeah, it, the face it, it looks great. I think. Yeah, but I, I I've not seen a real super close up of that Princess Leia yet. I'm looking at one, and it doesn't it look it doesn't look horrible? It doesn't look great either but yeah i i'm uh i i i still don't understand why we don't have the boba fett in the beat-up armor well why <laughs> oh it's <laughs> coming it's it coming ups- it it's coming it's coming there's gonna be there's gonna be so many boba fets which is something because there's already seven million of them out right now right so it's just yeah um i did see that he posted as while we're talking about figures uh he posted or that Fantha tracks had announced that Visions is getting figures from Bandai. Yes, I saw that the other day. That's yeah. pretty cool. 
I actually yeah. would be interested in a couple of those. Well, I think it is. Let's see. What is this? Um, who 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 were the characters? It was. Did you see? Did you just go back and see it? Mm, it was the guy from uh, the duel. The duel. Oh yeah, the duel. Oh yeah, his his looks the coolest. And then it, yeah. And then oh and the, yeah. Go ahead. And then and then the twins. Yeah, the twins and yeah. the dude from. I love that he's in black and white, except yeah, for his cool. saber, just like the like the cartoon. That's really cool. And the vintage collection. Did you see that? They're getting some new stuff. I think we I think we kind of covered some of that already. We like, did, but I there was one in there. Uh, one of the like jizz players. <laughs> Can't remember his name. Jizz Jizzington, I think. Um, Jizz Jizzington. There was what was this other thing? I was just I literally scrolled past it, and I don't know. Doesn't matter. There's there's some stuff coming out. Tom was telling me uh, last night when we were recording seismic charges. He told me that you know how you have the old uh, um, style Halloween costumes like the seventies. The kids wore that didn't really look like the thing they were, but they were mm-hmm. like they're like classic now because of the nostalgia of them yeah apparently 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 they make versions of those for adults now like yeah that exact replicas of what it was like in the 70s oh my god (laughs) eric you gonna get one to uh, relive old times or what maybe (laughs) (laughs) my mom would never buy like one of those pre-packaged costumes she always had to like i'll make it that was her it was awesome yeah well when my mom said she was gonna make me a Ninja Turtle, um, and she she uh, took two pieces of cardboard, come into circles, and put some blue ribbon through it, and said, "Here's that. And here's your mask. Good luck." I'm like, "You didn't even paint it green." She's like, "Yep, you're out." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> you're the cardboard Ninja Turtle. <laughs> She's like, "Look, motherfucker, I'm a single mom. I just got off work. Trick or treating's in two hours. I ain't got time for this shit. Let's get it moving." <laughs> Man. She still made an effort. Yeah. She's like, just get out there and get your candy. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, you'll forget about the costume after you're eating all that candy. By the way, I have to say um, real quick about the candy this year. Um, it, you guys have been to my house. You know, my, my neighborhood, it's kind of like a, it's not, it's not huge. It's not a huge neighborhood. Um, but there's, there's, there's like three streets that are directly together. And then there's like an old people area where they got like a, it's like a community of retirement community. And this year we went down the, the the three roads and we saw maybe like, I don't know, a total of 10 trick-or-treaters on our, on our three streets. And there's probably like 15 people giving out candy on the houses out there. Each one of them like, oh, you're like the second, the second people we've seen. So every house we went to gave us a ginormous handful of candy in each one of our kids' bags. So like... I can remember when I was younger going to like a hundred houses in a night easily, like trick or treat just going on. And then they would all yeah. give you like, and like, and like, like most of them would give you one piece of candy, right? Just where you yeah. go, one, one piece because, because everybody was out. Everybody was out. There's a million kids everywhere always. Yeah. And like, so like I would get less candy than they got off of like 14 houses in my full night trick or treating. I'm like, wow. And, like, and then you combine them all together and it's just this huge, Huge oh monstrosity God. of candy, and I was like, "How? How? What? Why did we?" And one old lady gave him crackers and fiber one bars. 
Bless, bless her heart, I guess. You know, one year I forgot to get candy, and it was when my wife and I were first married, and I put cough drops in a bowl on fucking porch. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. No, they did. were cherry ones. I'm like, they got cherry in them. I was like, you know, I'm trying to go to the store. I gotta go to work. I was a security guard, part time that night. So funny. You should probably just turn the fucking light off. We'll be okay. <laughs> it was right when we were first married. Like, we're, I'm really young. Had no money. I'm like, we got these cough drops. <laughs> That's when cough drops were three years ago. You had strep throat that one time. <laughs> exactly. My mom gave these two when you were sick is more like what it was. <laughs> I never get to have fun on Halloween. My, We got this statue that these punk-ass kids every year would like toilet paper. And so my boss paid me some extra money to be security. And I'm like... Ten dollars an hour, you got it, Leslie. And uh yeah, it's pretty great. But then the kid was real mean to me and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. Oh, Listen. Parks and Rec, how yeah. I missed the So yeah, I, I had a had a, had a Halloween that. gig that well the night before Halloween and we did not dress up. We dressed up as people who were cold and wanted to go home. That's what we yeah. did. Yeah. Uh so with these figures, man, I'm really starting to get worn down by the fact that I can never find these things. And I mean, sure, I can just order them. I get it. But the pre-orders are selling out for some of these figures in just a split second. Hey, I want to tell everybody, Dallas just took a call, but he actually muted his mic ahead of time and took it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a new era. It's yeah, a new era but I Dallas still, I want to be clear Yeah, to send your resumes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to us on Twitter, like just tag us, or yeah, 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 just just tweet it. That's quicker. Yeah, because I want to make sure that he knows. Yeah, because a lot of times, man, that really makes for an employee if they're really going to turn around. It's when they know that other people are gunning for their job. And let's face it, <sighs> this is a pretty lucrative position. Yeah, yeah. Being on the bad motivators, just ask any of our guests. They've you know they get cut in on this action, and. Yeah. uh I don't want to. I mean, Andrew's residuals too. We pay him for that too. Yeah. So, like, it's hey. an ongoing thing. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Dallas, how you doing, buddy? So, hey. anyhow, <laughs> we weren't talking about finding a replacement for you. Don't no, worry. no, no, not, not at all. Oh, we, I got a phone we, call. Sorry. We wouldn't do that ever. No. So, uh, uh, well, anyhow, anyhow, it is rough not being able to find the stuff. And when the pre orders just sell out, I'm a, I'm a premium member of Hasbro Pulse, which has done me zero good. Mm-hmm. Because, quite frankly, they don't give you enough advance notice that the pre-sale's yeah. coming. If you don't like, if you're not in the know, if you don't find out through nefarious channels that it's happening, <laughs> you'll get the notification email for the pre-sale about 10 minutes after everything's sold out. Yeah. That's when you get it. And here's the other thing, and while I'm on this tear, it's a pre-order for something that hasn't been manufactured yet to the best of my understanding. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. From, Use the pre-orders. Make them unlimited. And manufacture enough yeah. to cover the pre-order and yeah. use that as an understanding of the popularity of said figure to gauge how many more you should make to go out to your other to your retailers. Come on, Hasbro Pulse. I'm paying a premium for this and I can't get anything. Yeah. It's crap, is what it is. It is. Crap. Yeah, it's it's a it's a obviously failed marketing strategy. But the thing is, it's hard to fail in Star Wars because most of it sells sells most of the time. But like, unless it's the Rogue One line, and then they 
Mm-hmm. Re- re- and then they relaunch it again anyway. <laughs> but uh, that's what I'm saying. Who's running the show? You know what the Who's problem department? is with these figures? The faces weren't realistic enough. Let's go again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I. I hate to say it, like like I love stormtroopers, but I'm sick of fucking stormtroopers. Like I we we all have seven million stormtroopers now, in different with different uh, backpacks, accessories, and guns and weapons and masks and color and paint schemes and different eras of first order uh, stormtroopers, clone troopers. We we have the troopers; they're all there. Yeah, like it's just it's you know it's uh. But you know when the you bad know, batch you say, came out, say, they went fuck yeah, more troopers. You can say the same thing about Boba Fett and whatever, and that, that mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, but Boba Fett's a lot cooler than Stormtroopers, so I mean it. Yep. <laughs> well, he's got flamethrowers, man. Yeah, only a few Stormtroopers have those. It's a fact that like almost every wave of Black Series figures has included a Stormtrooper, and they call it something else. Yes. yes. Remnant Stormtroopers. And what it looks like they did is just took all the stormtroopers they had left over that failed quality control the first time around. They boxed them up. They just made, you know, hey, here's your second chance at life. And they had some whole bunch of kids tie strings on them and Napoleon dynamite them out the bus window and then package them up. (laughs) I mean, I want to know a serious collector. Reach out to me on Twitter. If you're a completionist collector like you have to have everyone in the wave regardless if you like the character or not i want to know how many troopers you actually have in your collection i would i would say you just direct message jack face and he could tell you because he's because <laughs> he because he's definitely the one that's getting all those <laughs> he's the completionist or or like dm Corey, then he'll dm yak face like you know go through the circle you know who the people are connected you know how it works <laughs> so while we're talking about Fennec Shand and this Boba Fett and all this stuff. Let's talk about the fact that we got, out of nowhere, at least to my approximation, a trailer for the book of Boba Fett today. Fuck yeah. yeah. And, On Monday. Yeah. On of, Monday. And first of all, it's a Halloween miracle that this didn't happen on Tuesday like it always does to where yeah. we can actually talk about it when we record right the day it happened as opposed to six days later when the news cycle is who cares (laughs) so we talked about watching the trailer in real time but here's the deal Mm -hmm. after our two copyright strikes we are on the third strike and you're out Mm -hmm. apparently forever so until we change podcast hosts which you know is something we've been considering possibly after hearing about how great anchor has been for uh high potion you know, it may be something we consider. But anyway, everybody's seen the trailer. It's not like us watching it and you listening to it is going to be your first clue into it. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this thing. First of all, was there any warning that this was coming out? Um, Slightly, because, but not today. Like we, it, it was heavily rumored forever, and even some evidence brought forth that there was going to be a Star Wars trailer uh, on uh, was it Disney Plus Day or something, which is like next Friday. So um, we knew a trailer was coming, and I mean it's November, and the movie, the show is coming out in the end of December, so they had to have something promoting it pretty soon. Um, but not, I don't think completely. I think Jordan, Jordan, um, uh, is it Mason? Mason? I don't know. We need to find out. Yeah, we need to ask him. Um, But like, he did say 
he obviously heard something because he goes, he goes, the person who told me that the trailer was happening today also said that there was going to be nine episodes in the season. So maybe there was some warning, but it was, you know, secretive. Uh, to the trailer itself, uh, before we dig into it, I noticed, I can't remember if it was in a chat we're all in or somebody on Twitter just mentioned this, that like they heard uh, Pedro's voice in the trailer. He- yeah, there's a moment where he's speaking to yeah. the um, what are those? The Captain, one of the hammerheads. Yeah, uh, he he was he was speaking to the hammerhead, and it sounded as if like it sounded like Dinjarin was like translating for him. Is what it sounded like, mm. like 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 between the two. After watching it a few times, I could go either way with that. I could either say it was that case, or Pedro's doing the voice for the. For the hammerhead. No, there's no way. I can't. Uh, unless the translation it, um, machine. Maybe he has a translation machine and it's Pedro's I, voice. It, it sounds slightly different than Din to me. Just slightly. And it might be just because I haven't watched the show in a while. I feel like it doesn't make a lot of sense for Din Djarin to be in the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Like I, I think he's, I think he's kind of, kind of, kind of going to be knee deep in some uh, Mandalore uh, drama. So. You know, because you can't just give the sword away. You yeah. know what I mean? The blade away. So, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. One thing that I'm, I'm curious about for you guys is how much of this, I'm betting a huge chunk of the trailer is from episode one of the Guaranteed. series. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And when it opens in the, you know, on that weird spider it's in the Return of Jedi. Yeah. I thought yeah. that, the first thing I saw I was like, "Oh, that's a spider!" But it's way done, done way better because it's not a puppet. <laughs> well, it's just it's it's funny. As soon as that happened, my kids are like, "Nope, no buys, don't dig it." <laughs> and both of them rated the trailer a thumbs down. Wow. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed, man. I can see it though. It's not a really like super attractive kid trailer. You know right. what I mean? There's mm. like. It's just, it's just, it like, like it really feels like it's setting up a like a like a, a season of The Sopranos, but Boba Fett for us. You know what I mean? Like, it's right? Well, it, it's just more like that. So, you say something down? sorry, I was just gonna say the vibe I got from it was definitely wasn't what you usually get in a Star Wars trailer. There was less of the pomp and circumstance, so to speak, but. They were giving you that vibe of the underworld is like a violent place. Oh yeah, just and like he's bubbling under the surface. Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah. there to do things differently. Like uh, the themes of all the like dialogue was like basically like let's make money together. You know, like it was it was very like a different feel, but I totally dug it. Well, I liked after that is when it was like during that was where Finnick Shan said, you know, if Jabba would have would have fed you all to his menagerie if, yeah. if you if you had if you had not. Spoke, you spoke the way you are right now. And then, and then Bubba looks at me and goes, please speak freely. <laughs> See what I'll do. It would, okay. So when all of those captains are sitting around that table, there's like just a boatload of Trandoshans. Yeah. And, you know, is do you think one of them is Bosk? I hope so. I hope so. There, there's, there's a lot of chatter about it, but I, you know, it, I it mean, could. I, I would mind seeing him in different, a different outfit at a different time in his life. You know what I mean? That could have been him talking, for all we know. 
What in the tramp for for the for the hammerhead? No, and when they're at the table. Oh, oh to, yeah, they, I guess the thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that could have been him. I mean, I didn't get a good look at the rest. It was just his head. Well, he was definitely the most, like, Bosque-looking-like yeah. out of the Transdotions that we've seen so far. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like the, the ones we got from Mandalorian the first season were like, okay, th- th- those are Transdotions, but they're... But they're different. They're like flatter face. They look yeah. they, they have like they have like more humanist like features. Well, or human humanistic. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't know. It it was the only reason I think it could be him, and it you you're right. The look is slightly, you know, different than what it is in Empire. So it's a little hard to be sure if that's what's going on. But the thing about I thought when he talks to Boba Fett about, you know him not being the equal of Jabba, it's coming from a place of that they work together on the same level. You know, in the, in the, um, the comic run that we just had recently, the comic event, um, the war of the bounty hunters. Yeah. There was an issue where Boba and Bosk fought because, because there, because there's a bounty on Boba Fett. And this is like, this is like right, right after Empire Strikes Back. That's where the whole thing takes place. And, and uh, Boba and 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 he he hunts him down, and and like basically like I think Boba just kind of cuts him up and like some of his his, his appendages off because he he'll be they regrow, mm-hmm. but 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 then he leaves him in the cold like tied up to a rock like a like a striker in X in X Men Two. <laughs> oh yeah, there are no answers that way, Wolverine. Um, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he's like, you can't leave me out here. I'm I'm reptile. I'll freeze to death. He's like, not my problem. And he leaves. So I don't, I'm not sure how much love there still is between Boba and and Bosk, even though uh, Bosk like partially raised them. You know, you know. So like, it's kind of yeah, that's true. Yeah, I thought it was cool when they showed uh, the Twi'leks, and one of them is, oh, what a feeling, Jennifer Beal. Yeah. From- from Flashdance is where I most is that remember. Who that her is? From. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't place the name. Yeah, Jennifer Beals, and she is uh, super white. I mean, so, here's oh, 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 oh the yeah her character yeah yeah Sorry, I mean she is like you know we albino Twi'lek. I don't think we've ever seen a Twi'lek that wasn't like blue. Green or orange. Or green, right? yeah. Or well, purple. Well, the one from season one, Tonks, whatever, um, she was like a really light shade of purple. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a very They've pale shade of purple. Been like, you know, Easter egg colors for the most part. Yeah. yeah. But Jennifer Beals, her Twilight character is just straight up Jennifer Beals with head tails on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she seemed like a, she seemed, it was weird. It made her feel much more human. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if she's yeah. in disguise. I don't know. She's like, hey, my eyes are down here. Um, <laughs> I'll never get tired of that. The uh, <laughs> And the fact that, 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 that they're wearing boxer shorts on their heads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I thought that was kind of neat. The, the overall, like, visuals, obviously, freaking banger. Yeah. The slant of the story is different than I thought it was going to be, which I think is cool. I yeah. wonder if we'll see Crimson Dawn if there's still a thing, which leads us I was to thinking that too. another discussion here in Once a bit. Again, in the comics, it makes it, it it's hard to say. 
because it's 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 hard to say where that's going because it's the story still developing. So if they do have Crimson Dawn in this show, then it kind of um then they're then they're then they're kind of deciding the fate of the comic that's coming out. I guess in a way, like right? They, whether, whether whether or not Crimson Dawn carries on or not after mall and do you guys have you guys looked into anything that's happened with those comics at all no i read the first two and i i i need to go just snag all the issues because i want to start having physical copies of these things but they're but 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 you but you did you both knew that like kira was in it and stuff yes. like that yeah yeah uh-uh, I yeah didn't. yeah so like so like Kira's really trying to bring the crimson dawn back to its luster like truly like kind of like former re- glory yeah, like well, like that, and kind of like trying to rebrand in a way, like kind mm-hmm. of like not, not rebrand, but kind of just not make it so dark and mysterious, like Darth Maul did. I guess Crimson uh, Brunch is what they're yeah, changing. Crimson it to. Brunch, yeah, it's yeah, moved yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mimosas for everybody. Um, the uh, I uh, it, it's pretty interesting, and and Kira's a, a pretty big badass in that comic series. She actually has a little fight with Darth Vader. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because because she she has the training right for that for uh uh, uh what's the what's the what's Terrakazi. the Terra Terra yeah, and so like and uh, like Darth Vader recognizes it and whatnot, but ends up you know obviously he gets the better, but he doesn't, he doesn't kill her, but he gets the better of her and like the whole thing. But like he's like I recognize that fighting style and yada yada yada. So I wonder if Crimson Dawn still carries on into that and if they would even bring it up i, I know they don't i know that I know, I know the tv shows and stuff are not going to care that much what happened in a comic book you know um but yeah it, it'd be it'd be weird for them to deviate too far from where things are going with with, with their all their intentions of the connections and the universes and whatnot um but and the fact that they're bringing stuff from comics stuff from books stuff from cartoons into live action um, so they obviously care a little bit at least. So I don't, know. I don't know. I've always felt like the comics were, they kind of always said, yeah, they're a thing. They're canon. But if we do something with movies or TV, then that's what it is. I mean, it's always going to go that way. It's always going to be yeah. movies dictate all. And then, you know, TV, live, live action TV, though. I have a feeling live action TV is about neck and neck with movies at this point, as far as canon yeah. goes. So I would say I'm, so. Yeah, but now, yeah. Now, yeah, one article that I saw, and again, it's—I think it may have been Deadline. Now that I think about it, but it was instantly, "Hey, book a Boba Fett trailer," and then the article starts out with, "You know, not not many people like the sequel trilogy, but Ugh. blah blah blah, Disney Plus, and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Man, you just never miss a chance." Like nobody cares about your opinion about yeah. what you care about the sequel trilogy. Like this isn't even about that. Well, like, I, yeah. I think they live in an echo chamber that they think is bigger than it really is. Yeah. Well, they 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 honestly feel like they have to because a lot of people are going to hate read it or look for their particular hate of something in the article because, and they want those forty thousand clicks or whatever is going to get from it. You know, but I don't know. Um, I, I want I want to put out one quick thing, Eric. I'm sorry, you had a, you had a, bit long, a little big long bit about that or something. But like, everybody was talking about the scars on his face in the last season compared to how he looks now. He looks very tan and like is smooth over and stuff. And and like somebody got all uh, like weird about it and, and some stuff. And 
It's like, yeah, if you look in, in, in the trailer, there's this spot where like there's this opening up, like very much looks like a, a medical like like tanning bed. Is what it looks like that he like he's, he's like either getting out of or just got out of, and he's and he gets out of and looks it look, looks at his helmet, and he puts it on, like he just gotten out of, like he's clearly been healing up, and surely Jabba would have that shit at the palace. Oh yeah, so like you got a back to tank in his bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, so like I, 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 the fact that that was even a thing, I was like, I, I don't understand. Like, I get it, Star Wars fans, yada yada, but like, you, you we all are very aware of Bacta in this community <laughs> and, like, and the healing property. <laughs> like the easiest explanation ever. Like, like, like we watched a little robot like stitch Kylo's face back together. Like, I don't really understand what you don't understand. <laughs> what do I do? With yeah, and he somehow magically moved the cut. Yeah, right. The robot I mean, did. The force, buddy. It works in mysterious so, ways. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. It sure does. Uh, I, I, so I was surprised by the trailer. I'm wondering if we'll get more on Disney Plus Day or if they're going to focus on something else. Or let's dream big and think, what if we got like a 10-minute teaser for the episode? The oh, first episode. Like, like we did with uh, – then we, get, like, we, didn't, we didn't get that with Mando, did we? When we had a celebration. We did a we celebration. Yeah. We, it wasn't we ten good. minutes of the. It wasn't ten minutes of the show. It was. It was, it was like. It was like a, like like two or three minute like stitched together scene. I think it was just the opening scene where he cuts that dude in half with the door. If I remember right, it's like no. the opening scene of episode one, like the first three minutes. No, we no. They showed that on like like a like a, an NFL night like oh, a couple okay. like a few days before the show came we out. got cuts. That's right. We did get cuts from like the first three episodes. If I remember, it, right. something like that. Yeah. But I, 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 Eric, I think that'd be cool. I, mm. I, I wonder if I wonder if more so they would just give, give us like the first f- five minutes of the show, just to like, see kind of so people so people can connect what they saw at the end of Mandalorian season two and realize oh this is a continuation of that you know you know for the more casual people and then and then like oh yeah like, I gotta see that like, dude that dude was cool in that show. I thought that the uh, the green tinted Lucasfilm logo. At the beginning was a was a nice addition, man. That was that was yeah. neat. It wasn't just green tinted. It had like his like distressing on it and stuff like with, with the yeah. with the red distress and stuff like that. It looked red. Yeah, it was cool. But anyway, yeah. It, any favorite moments that stick out to you? Well, I, for me, we, sorry. For for me, I think it's it's that climax of the scene where where Phoenix like look. You need to recognize you can't talk to this guy like that. Remember what? Remember what Jabba used to do? Like, Jabba was a fat slug. Had people do shit for him. This dude will just straight up murder you where you stand. Like, under, like understand this. And if, if he doesn't, I will. Yeah, it's not secondhand <laughs> with this guy. Yeah, yeah, he's well, a hands-on kind of boss. That would be my favorite part. This just for the argument of something different. Yeah. The second thing I liked. The most was that fighting scene with those like laser shields. And yeah, shit, and that's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. I just agree that I thought that was really cool. Really cool scene. And then it was kind of cool that, you know, just the perspective we're going to get with this. Like you guys talked about how he's like trying to do things differently and make he wants to like, He wants to rule with respect and not fear. Yeah, it's it's a different theme for Star Wars and it's piquing my interest. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. So yeah, that was a cool get. Cool get to see. Okay. And uh but yeah, hopefully, you know, in a week and some changed time we'll get to see even more stuff. 
I hope it's Kenobi, man. I hope, yeah. I hope, the, I hope, the, I hope we're getting like a Kenobi trailer. I mean, Andor would be dope too, but like Kenobi, that's my man. I, wanna, yeah. I don't care that either. Be, or both. I'll take it all. That'd yeah, be pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, give it, give us three new trailers. I'm all about it. <laughs> so, I mean, speaking of new things, there's pretty heavy. I, I don't know if you'd even call it a rumor now, based on who's reported it, but supposedly. Or yeah. possibly, let me put it this way: possibly, there is a Darth Maul uh, animated series in the works. Yeah, and for you Crimson, know it's Crimson Dawn, like revolving around Crimson Dawn, and yeah. yeah, you know what? That's cool. I am assuming that Sam Witwer will do the voice of Maul, and mm-hmm. I guess rumor has also had it that he's been doing some recording for Lucasfilm. So yeah, I, I mean, you know me. Like, I could be more excited for more mall content, and I think. And I was kind of starting to talk about it before in the in the pregame meeting, and I stopped myself. But like, I feel like there was probably a good chance, and maybe there still is. I don't know. There was probably a good chance at some point they were going to have Ray Park come back and like do some live action stuff. You know, put him in here and there, or whatever. But uh, um whether or not what happened with the things he's done and whatever, I think after Gina Carano, they're kind of, they're probably super gun shy with any people who have any kind of, uh, outlandish, uh, online, online antics and whether or not they were justified in it or whatever. Like they're kind of like, look, we can't take another PR hit like we did with Gina Carano. She was a a big part of our show. Then she, and we had to get rid of her or, you know, they were going to, boycott our show so like i i i wonder if if or maybe or maybe or maybe they didn't want to deal with the idea of having to have somebody dub over ray park's voice for the entirety of whatever live action thing they would do in you know or or rely on him to be a big speaker because he's in every every role you ever see him and he's not talking very much so i don't know I hope that if we do get an animated series like that, that it's long and that there's a lot of story told. Darth Maul is an interesting character. I mean, plainly to the point that they did a U-turn and brought him back from the dead. And, uh, you know, what they did with him in Clone Wars and especially in the Siege of Mandalore, that whole arc at the end. I, I mean, I would love to to see more about how he ended up the way he did, including, you know, when he was found in during rebels and all of that. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, man, there's just a lot of cool stuff to be said. What did he do in between all that sort of thing? I, uh, I think back to you saying there, this needs to be a long show. I think this is set. It, it could be set up in a way like it could be a Clone Wars type show. You really Obviously, could. Yeah. You could come up with endless stories that have nothing to do with the movies or TV because it's the underworld. And then if you want to bring those elements in, you just do it in a roundabout way that doesn't affect anything. I mean, it would be very simple to navigate, I would imagine, multiple yeah. seasons. Well, if you think about it, right, you know, Eric made a point about him being brought back. Like he was reborn into the cartoons. Yeah. And then and then he carried out a very long shelf life in the in the cartoons and the animated show, whatever however you want to specify it. 
So, you know, maybe it would, there was never a plan to really have him in live action because he his home kind of became animation, even though they had him show up for a brief second in solo. Yeah. And that was just and that was just and that was just because they they're like, who do we got? Oh, we can use Darth Maul. Okay, sweet. You know, it wasn't like a like a who got a lightsaber and isn't yeah. connected to anything. Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that like it was literally Ron Howard saying, like, we need to have like a bad guy at the end, like who could we use? And I think he probably wanted to use Jabba and they were like, no, but you can, but Darth Maul, he's a, he's a crime syndicate person too. That's a, that, that's who this guy can work for. You know, you know, thinking about this animation and these fallen Sith, did, I can't remember what happened to Ventress. Is she still alive? I can't remember now. No, like she's dead. During she Dark died. Disciples, she died. The oh, book. that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Spoiler, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's been a seven-year-old book. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the book's been out a solid while, so there's nothing I can do for you. My kid left elementary school in that time. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll preach it till it till the end. I that whole book needs to be it needs to be made into an animated like limited series. It's it's so good. I love that. I love that book. It's well, very good. They've got the tools now and the money. Well, and that was a a Clone Wars. Wasn't that a Clone Wars arc that never got made? It was probably a little dark for uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, I mean, it definitely went places that were dark. I mean, psychologically, uh, there was a lot of really dark stuff. um, But... Yeah, I don't know. It was really cool. I like. I would. I wouldn't mind have seen it. Seen it get played out in some way or another. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. While we're talking about animation, we are going to talk about what I still consider my favorite episode of Star Wars Visions, and that is the Ninth Jedi. I've watched it several times. My my kids, both of them, still liked other episodes better. Which I was surprised because I and, and I honestly think it all comes down to like it, Stella's favorite is the Village Bride because of the the like, is she a Jedi mm. the the Force user in that I think she's uh, you'd consider her a Jedi but she's wearing the yeah. real cool mask and all that yeah but I think the visual is what sells like Stella on that sort of thing. But for the ninth Jedi, this one is to- like visually what I was expecting when they said originally that, um, Oh gosh, resistance was going to be anime like, mm, yeah. And I thought it would look more like this. Yes. The, the premise of the thing is really cool. I thought that it basically doing it backwards, where the normal-looking people are the bad guys and the scary-looking yeah. people are the good guys. Yeah. And uh, the sabersmith, to me, that whole thing is intriguing. That guy who maintains the secrets of making lightsabers mm-hmm. and is manufacturing them on this planet by himself well he and his little girl and then the margrave whatever that means but those uh like catapult deals they had that sling the the arm out into the air so that then the rockets can then take it and shoot it up 
into the upper atmosphere to snag those uh, those asteroids. The animation of that, where it comes flying out and grabs it hard, is startling and super neat. Yeah, it 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 it, it reminds me of the harpoon action from um, uh, uh, Attack on Titan. When they're, they're, they 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 like move around on these like these like gas powered like like rockets where like they shoot these big like pointed grapple hooks into walls and stuff and they move kind of like Spider Man but it's like it's the you know you know what I mean like it's actual rope and and, and spears and stuff uh-huh. but yeah the, the action kind of the way it whips out like the way it did it it, it reminds me of that. right yeah yeah so I was curious of how did they know which ones contain kyber crystals or are they just grabbing them and then seeing what they get i mean they could have ran up space up there and it did a little little drill down see what's going on yeah you know yeah but it's a cool premise it's a very yeah, cool very premise cool. and the, i love that how dorky the start of the episode is oh, the, yeah. the first line you hear and the guy's name is ethan uh, is that right i don't remember my name is Ethan. Oh, I think you're right. I think it is. I think it is. It is something very common, like that. yeah, yeah. It wasn't like your typical Star Wars name. Yeah, especially like what they've done, you know, from the prequels on, where every name is just like this mouthful. <laughs> yeah. It's enough already. It it made it a little easier, but the, yeah. so I did like how. They showed what the daughter was capable of and her by just giving you a little bit of setup. Yes. The blade will change color based on blah, blah, blah. And I love blade, that. No. I love that oh, aspect. Yeah. It, makes it, it makes a ton of sense to me, too. Like, if, if the kyber crystals are essentially like living rocks, essentially, like in a way, it, it, I feel like they should be like mood rocks. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. Like, like they, like, like they show the intention or the feeling of the, of the person presenting it. It's, it's compared to the, the old process where Sith would like, where, where they make the, the crystal bleed and everything else. Right. And other stuff, you know? Right. But, um, the one thing that I, I don't know, I just thought it was a weird slant is that the one guy with the purple saber, who they're like, yeah. this isn't you. And he's like, oh, I know, I just got caught up. And and they're like, okay, well, no, 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 no. That's not how life works, man. It was red. That thing was red. It started <laughs> out red. Yeah. But then it became purple during the yeah, fight. Yeah. That ain't my mind. I'm purple yeah. now. I realized I was going down the wrong way. So I'm, really I'm, just... I'm back, guys. And don't worry, it definitely won't happen again. It was a one-time thing in college. Like it's a mood rock. <laughs> yeah. I'm really yeah. just grimace. Don't worry about me. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting though, in a, even though it is like like, I think he should still have to pay with the deal with, with the consequences of his action, whether or not he changed his mind or not. But like, <laughs> it is kind of cool that they can show like I was feeling evil thoughts, but now I'm purple. It like it like shows you the power of of like groupthink sometimes. Like people get to a crowd and they're just like they they like they like rile, rile each other up like we're gonna take it over, we're gonna do this. You know yeah. what I mean? Have you watched a TV evangelist event? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it happens constantly in, in a million different constantly. ways. We're, going to, we're not going to. But like it it's just I it just it kind of shows you that power in a small form. And I think that's kind of interesting too. Yeah. Especially for kids to see. 
You know what I mean? Kids to see that you may all come together to collectively decide that you're better than somebody. And then it turns out that you're not. And you're, and you're, and, and you're, ang- and your angry thought and ultimately end up to your demise. You know what I mean? So, and, and, and like the whole deception behind the quote unquote Jedi uh, coming to the aid of, uh, call, you know, making the, coming to the call to accept these lightsabers and then them all lighting them up and they're red was baller yeah that <laughs> right. was pretty cool man yeah yeah it it yeah. it was it's like it, it just it was unexpected you didn't see that coming at all and that was really cool you know purple is red and blue combined that's how you yeah. get purple yeah. and you know take take what you will for that that's will it can turn more blue as time goes by yeah. But but the the creator of this has said that you know they've he's got like a whole movie worth of story mapped out. You'd have to for what the happens. Way, the way next. that went there has to be. And yeah. we've talked about that. I would love to see that. I would love to see yeah. it as a series as opposed to a movie, because then you can stretch out. That's that's one of the things I'm really enjoying about Disney Plus. It'd be easy to make a. I mean, when I say easy, you understand what I mean. To make a Boba Fett movie, but to have this series, this multi episode series, that's that's killer, man. I'm Honestly, I'd rather glad. have it than the one off movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's my thought on it. Is it going to become a problem? You think when we get used to having these. Um, TV shows where they could really flesh out the characters and then we go back to the movies where they don't explain the things you want them to explain? Mm, like, I think that they'll take the opportunity to explain those things in the TV shows and the movies are like the genesis for those TV shows. That could be. That could be a thing they go about. Um, it's logical. Well, I, I mean, think like, what oh, the, sorry, what'll happen with the movies, the draw will be the elevated level of action and excitement because yeah. they don't have all this time to tell it. So they'll give you some story, but then it's just go time. I think that's, that's how it'll yeah. end up being. And it will be like when they do one, they're going to focus when they do a visual effect shot, it's going to, they're going to damn sure make sure it's like a notch above what they're doing in streaming. Cause you only get it for that two hours. True. Um, and, you know, and and a movie budget is still about the same, or a little bit, a little bit more than uh, a full season of a show. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's whatever. Um, but they're but doing you can a lot make of four times as much on that one property. Well, I mean, I wonder how much the Mandalorian has made them compared to uh, some of the films in the sequel trilogy or Solo or any of that stuff. Like, like I wonder if it's if it well, technically has made them more money. I think you have to think of it in terms of what's their mission of. Uh, with you know what is pro what makes the show profitable you know what i mean like uh-huh. what what i mean i guess is how many subscribers does it keep on the service yeah its goal isn't how much did it make it's how long did the people keep paying a monthly service which is how yeah. much did it make well i mean yeah. like it's a different metric of measuring it though is what i'm trying but That's even if I'm they subscribe for one month they got Eight dollars. Why, why are we getting flexed on? I'm just looking, man. He's just but checking himself out. I stretched, and I'm like, "Hey, neat. Look at that." But, but well, because here's the thing: it's hard to track <laughs> because it may be that they subscribed for some other reason and happened to watch the book, you know, The Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a harder metric. It's a different kind of influence with how they get money. 
So I, I don't know if they're like, I don't know if we can equate them in the same I way. I think they can, and I think they do. I'm sure there's a way they figured it out. Of course they do. It's their it's, it's their system. Like they they have they, they can curious. see everything you're doing and how often you're watching it and how quickly you watched it and everything else. There's a lot of like 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 if you. I'm sure they could take if you just signed up and the first thing you do is watch The Mandalorian, they could assume you came there because of The Mandalorian. Oh, I would immediately assume it based on that data point. So I'm saying, yeah, like, that like, like that's just, that's just one entry in a. a but but that, that's kind of what I'm saying is like it, it's it's a different animal, but I'm sure they're equal. I'm sure they're equal somehow. It's just I mean they have a hundred million subscribers worldwide, right? Right. I think that. Yeah, but my mom's it. not there for Star Wars. She subscribes. They find yeah. out by how what you talk about. Because you know how they'll tell you, and the, I mean the collective they is whoever, that your cell phone, camera, and microphone cannot possibly be active when you're not using it. Otherwise, it would drain the battery and all this. Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> Went in for a checkup at the doctor, just routine checkup. One of the things I happen to mention to the doctor, I'm looking at Facebook, waiting for her to come in, kill the app, put it in my pocket, put my phone in my pocket. Talking about something, I said, you know, my knees are sore quite a bit and this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. Off I go. A little bit later, oh, let's see, you know, try to clear out the notifications on Facebook but because of my band, you know, we have gigs. That's what I use Facebook for. All the targeted ads are about knee pain relief. <laughs> Every oh one of them. God. And I'm like, you know, I didn't search for this anywhere. <laughs> nope. It was just a conversation I just had with the doctor. And what do you know? Yeah. Look at notice, that. If you didn't notice, there's there's there, there's a there's a terms of service you have to like agree to every time you get a new phone. <laughs> so I don't know. Or when you sign up for your bubble plan or whatever else. So. Yeah, dude. I'm sure. I'm sure. I feel like if that you should be it, regulated, but anyway. I'm. I'm. <laughs> it, it. I think technically it is. Like, like. I mean, they they give you like the the parameters, and if you say, "Well, hell yeah," like what what else do they have to do? Like that. Like 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 Facebook did it forever, and they're just now being held accountable. I guess what I mean things. is they have to give you the option to agree with or without that term. Oh, to opt out, you mean? Yeah, to opt out, but still have the service. You should be. You should have a right to be able to do that. You know what I mean? I I agree, but I still think they would find ways around it because you would want because it because it needs to be it needs to, it has to, like like a lot of features they have to be able to listen to you so you can talk to it without pressing any buttons. You know what I mean? Like 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 hello Google. It's like like I had that shit turn off on my phone, but it yeah, doesn't do matter. But yeah, like, but like. It's just saying it, it, it's listening, so you can so you can just say something without touching it and be oh, like, "These poor bastards are listening to my conversations all the time." Oh fuck! Yeah, I mean, this just the just your 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 best defense in any kind of security is just the sheer amount of other people there are and machines there are and amount of data that we are all going through daily. Right? Like, who has time to cipher through all that? Except they can look through. They could, they could, they have to like put a keyword in, or, or like a, like they have to like really like tighten the search with their exactly what they're looking for, be able to actually use your data properly. You know what I mean? Like right. They, yeah. There's a lot they got to throw out to get to the stuff they need. Yeah, that's the only thing that you know saves me from being found out. Yeah. Right. 
and all your murders. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, I thought Aaron the, Hernandez so fast. I mean, like, I mean, like Eric, how many times can you search duct tape, knives, and lime before you think you're gonna get caught? Like, <laughs> right? Like, and like, then, like, 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 I don't care if you use incognito window; they still know. <laughs> well, and then suddenly you're seeing targeted ads for 25 mil plastic sheets, you know, <laughs> and uh, like, burlap like, sacks. Like, are you a Dexter fan? Here are some sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, I thought the music in this one was really good too. Yeah, I, I like the music in just about every one of these episodes. Yeah, but but this one, I it, this one felt super Star Warsy. Yeah, but it's a very good episode. Probably you, my favorite one. Yeah, very good. Yeah, and I like the the sort of cornball thing at the end where the energy source holding that space station up in the air. If it, the camera starts to turn over and it's a, like a lightsaber yeah. hilt with a blade. I also like the very beginning of the episode where where the 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 sword maker shows her that like the the blades can like extend like to a certain like they can go like I, I I'm wondering like can like can it can it just go like to infinity like you just slice the whole galaxy in half like 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 you know what I mean like you, you can lower the beam I've always wondered how how they adjust for those kind of things with you know light being light and what it does right well you know that's the whole thing with it has to be plasma otherwise it would be as soon as you turn it on it's infinite but he says you know it's it's uh, based on the user's connection with the force. Yeah. So, like with Yoda, would it be a thousand miles long? Yeah. Yeah. Big things. Once you go green, you won't believe what you've seen. Kind of. Yeah. He's like, he's like, (laughs) like like my dick. This is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad Dallas picked up on that. Um, (laughs) But anyhow, yeah, I really dug it. Total side note, man. uh, Completely unrelated because I don't have any other Star Wars crap to talk about. Is uh, my wife and I watched Jaws? She had never seen it. The fuck? My mind. How have you? How 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 did that survive your marriage? Uh, Dude, and she's like, and as we're watching it, she was into it. She's like, see, this is why I hate the water. Right here, because you know that's what you imagine happening all the time. That movie holds up, man. Oh, totally. It really does. It's, it's one of the it's best movies of all time. Yeah. It's just, it, it, Very I well done. film class in college. Yeah. Like, it's, it doesn't, nobody sleeps on that movie. Yeah, dude. It's so Surprisingly, good. a lot of people do. Yeah. I, I, I've known way too many people have never seen Jaws. I'm like, are you, I, did you just, did you just see there was a shark movie and you were like, no thanks? Because it's so much more than that. Yeah, it I, is. I guess what I meant was, anybody who has seen it, it seems like everybody's like in, Uniform. Oh yeah, yeah. Critique it, of the film. It's like, like, oh, it's one of the greatest I've ever seen. It, it's like the original Jurassic Park. I've never heard him say the first Jurassic Park is horrible. No. And, and if you did, you smack them in the face immediately. You're right. Like, what the fuck did you say? I, You're I hysterical. Showed my, showed my daughter that recently for the first time. She loved it. Of she's course. like, let's watch the sequel. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know what? You I, to, I liked all to. of them. So the, I, I, I like them all too, except I didn't like the most recent one. World that much. was garbage. The first thirty minutes was some of the best Jurassic Park ever, and then they followed it up with the rest of that shit. And I mean, and also the saddest moment ever with the Brontosaurus. Oh Jesus, yeah. dude, that Jesus. broke my heart. That Christ. was so painful. They just like 
this is the state that's kept you on it and yeah, stayed there forever and hearing it bellowing it. like please oh. please help me i'm an yeah. animal but i understand that you have the power to save me please help me yeah yeah um, dude that's harsh Ugh. Oh. wish i hadn't yeah. thought about it Sorry, my bad. But, well, but like, but like that. But now it's right. Like the first thirty minutes of that movie is fucking amazing. Like you're watching, like wow, this is awesome. And then it gets to the then it gets to to the haunted mansion dinosaurs, and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like they put the beginning of the movie at the end, and the end yeah. of the movie at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I like. I, am, on, I, I admit, I am excited to see the new one, though. I am curious to see it. Yeah, on Jurassic Park three. Where they are yeah. going back to the island, right? And uh-huh. because the adventure couple want to take the thing, but that turns out to be a whole sham. And mm-hmm. isn't that the one where Alan falls asleep on the plane and he wakes up and in the seat next to him is a velociraptor that talks because he's having a dream. Hey, Alan, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I, is that three? I think, yeah. I haven't seen that in so Tay long. Leone's in it. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, because it's not the it's not the second one is a Mercedes advertisement <laughs> wrapped around a movie. Yeah, um, but the third one was better than the second one. But I haven't seen again. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah, I was I was I was disappointed in the lack of uh, leather jacket from Ian Malcolm in the second one. Right, he, just, he, just, he felt like he lost. Some of his doctor, doc, doctor Malcolmness in the second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he, but he got it back in in uh, Jurassic World though, because <laughs> mm-hmm. his even though like he was just in court. Like, I'm excited to see the the, the OG cast in the new one though, just to yeah. see what see what it's like. Oh, they're yeah. making another one. You didn't know about the third one in this installment? No, no. After or the like, second one, I stopped paying attention because I'm like, God, I mean, like, me that. I mean, like, literally, where like the the dinosaurs have spread to the rest of the planet. You not not seen anything about that at all? No. All right. Well. Yeah. Remember how at the end of the second one, the dinosaurs are out. Yeah. Just roaming yeah. about. And oh. they let them free for some reason because the, the clone girl like <laughs> saw herself in them. Let them be free. They're just like me. Yeah. They're clones. Yeah. It doesn't make them any less alive. But it doesn't make it mean less dangerous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're from hundreds of millions of years ago, and you're just like, eh, let them out there. They'll be, they'll be rational. No, no, no problems will come from that. You know, one thing you'd have to wonder, and this, I think, was in a... Was this one of the, the, like the book that Stephen King did with uh, Peter Straub, or was this from the Gunslinger series, where... um like this creature who's essentially half man, half animal. I he wouldn't know because because you've not sent me the books yet. Uh, <laughs> dude, seriously, it would be so cost prohibitive to ship these. If you want them, you need to drive here. Dude, because I'll fucking meet you there, man. To stack a pile, to ship a pile, I mean a huge pile of of uh, paperback books would cost so many, much money how, how right many, now. How many books are we talking I don't know, 30. Dude, Stephen King did a lot of cocaine and wrote a lot of books. 40. But uh, anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. But it's like the smell of hydrocarbons being burnt. You know what I mean? No, seriously, listen to me. The smell, like if you went back 300 years, 
what the general earth smelled like compared to what it smells like now, the difference would blow your mind. Because you're talking about like no, no gasoline being burnt by thousands upon thousands upon thousands yeah. of motor vehicles. You're, we're yeah. just so used to it, we don't even register that smell. But for yeah. somebody who's never smelled it, ever, yeah. that's the first thing they would notice if they traveled from the past to now, is what yep. the hell is that smell? Like like the closest thing you could get to it is is a tar pit. That's the closest, yeah. you know. Re- relative smell. Yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah. It's all, right. all I think about. <laughs> the tar pits. It's all I think Damn. about. Well, anyhow, guys, on that stupid note, I would say that the only thing left to mention right now is patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. Trust me, after listening to this episode, you're thinking, yeah, right, like I would ever consider getting more of this. <laughs> but here's the deal. That's where we put the good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where the good stuff is, man. So that's where we split up and do our own thing. Yeah, if you're listening paths. to this, going, Jesus, these guys. We only are... nipple slip on this show. We go full nude in the yeah. Patreon. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, check that no, out. No, we just show our legs on this show, not yeah. even the nipple. 1920s bathing suit. <laughs> nudity. Pa- Patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. Uh, you could follow the show on Twitter if you care to. At bad underscore motivators. There's some other crap down there in the show description you can look at. You can buy merch at T Public and Redbubble. There's some good stuff. And uh we uh we need your money. So <laughs> go it. buy it. Right now, just imagine the arms of the angels playing. Christmas is coming. We need we need yeah. money to buy our kids <laughs> stuff. And uh yeah. The only thing I have left to say then is this. Sweet man. Well, hey, I think Taylor Swift is Awesome. And until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. Bad motivators.